Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This column is your sneak peek at next week, episode number 683 for comics originally coming out November the 9th and November the 10th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book stores this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, you got anything else you want to surprise me with in the world of comics before we jump in? I did see the Boba Fett trailer. Ooh, Book of Boba Fett. Looks really good. Yeah. Um, Looks Mandalorian-esque. I'm curious if I'm going to be as geeked about it as I was. Why would you not? It doesn't have Baby Yoda. So that was kind of like a very unique thing that got you geeked up to like the next level. Right? No, but okay. So what could this have that would be on that par? Star Wars. Just more Star Wars, right? Yeah, a lot of Boss Gray stuff. More stuff on Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. It it it, it looked it it looked great. So yeah, I'm I'm in. Of course, it's Star Wars meets crime noir, which is just it's kind of where you live. That is, that is, I that I could live there, and I think we're supposed to get um, an Obi Wan trailer here in the next couple of weeks, Ooh. which will be nice. So it'll be. Uh, plenty of Star Wars, Warsian goodness. Star Warsian goodness, my yeah. favorite. Yeah, I'm, d- I'm definitely psyched about that. Oh, uh, we did get um uh, some nice, a nice little bit of feedback from one of our listeners. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. This is um, who is this? This is David. David Donovan says, "Hello, fellows. I'm an avid listener of your podcast, and you turned me on to Cowabunga Comics. Hey, hey, you're welcome. And uh, now I'm asking for your help." Huracan started in 2018 as a benefit comic arts convention to benefit Bethany Congressional Congregational Church that was damaged by Hurricane Sandy. We raised enough money that year to redo the damaged gym floor. Since then, all pre- proceeds go to benefit the church. Uh, Bethany Church is the heart of East Rockaway, housing a nursery school, a thrift shop that sells low-cost items, a Korean Methodist church, the Boy Scouts, AA, and more. Um, there's an attached press release for more information. If you could please mention the con on your show, I would appreciate you helping get the word out about this Benefit Comics art collection. Um, we could definitely do that. Um, let me pull up the press release here. Uh, it's Huracan, H-U-R-R-I, Con, um, 2021. And you can reach out to them. Uh, you go. To, there's a website. Um, for the church, nextstepministries.com. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, you have questions about Huracan or how you can help, you can go, you can email them at huracan at yahoo.com. It is, um, Huracan is going to take place Saturday, November 13th uh, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Bethany Congressional Church in East Rockaway, New York. Um, and it's five bucks to get in. Children under 12 get in free if they're in costume. And you get to participate in the comic convention um, with raffles and food and all kinds of stuff going on. So if you're anywhere near East Rockaway, New York, and you can go help them out on November 13th, do that. If you want to do do something else, uh, you can also go check them out on Facebook um, under Huracan or Huracan LI. Uh, on Instagram, and I will try to pull all that stuff out and um, put it in the show notes for you guys. Um, but it sounds like a good cause. Very and, cool. And comics and uh, helping to rebuild a, a flooded church. It's kind of a neat thing. And uh, yeah, help help out if you can. Uh, the Huracan. I like it. Very nice. Uh, last week we had um, special guest Eric come in and help us get through the image catalog and. Uh, double our episode length to about two, two hours. Uh, now it's just me and Kyle, so yeah. we're going to try to ratchet this bad boy down to our normal time. And um, now we shall rumble and bumble and stumble through. Yes, and but we're going to st- we're going to go ahead and take a look at the DC previews. Well, I guess not DC previews. The DC Connect mm. and see what's going on in uh, the November issue that is uh, sold in January, right? Yeah, yeah. 
On sale for February, a majority of these items on here. And we're going to start with, with the same thing we started, I believe, in the last DC Connect with the Batman 1 Dark Knight number 2, the Jock Written and Jock Artist Tid item there. So, uh, still hyped for this, still waiting, uh, still ready for it. So, we shall see. We haven't got a chance to check it out yet, but of course, DC Black Label written and art by Jock. Uh, with the power out across Gotham, Batman must haul the non-particularly cooperative villains responsible uh, without any lights on. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that'll be. A, I think that will be a good one. Um, but I do think this one will be a little better, and that's Batman The Night by Chip Zdarsky. With art and cover by Carmine D.G. Domenico. Um, we're going to get some covers by Greg Capullo and Jonathan Clapion. And this, they, they call this the, the story of how Bruce Wayne becomes Batman begins. Um, so we're going we're gonna to revisit the origin again. I don't know about if I'm happy about that. But <laughs> the origin of Batman and his never-ending fight against crime in Gotham City is modern mythology. But what of the story in between? How did an angry, damaged young man go into the most accomplished detective and crime fighter the world has ever known. How did the Dark Knight begin? Um, so this is 10 issue series and it's going to get us uh, from there to then, then, then to there. So that should be fun. Interior art looks okay. Yeah, very cool. We've got uh, Batman punching at uh, Seamus of some sort. Some yeah. Sort of. Mutton-chopped Irish gentleman there. So mm -hmm. that should be an interesting uh, written there. Chip Zdarsky writing Batman. We'll see what it is. Yeah. Batman 119 is the second part of Abyss. The Josh Williamson written uh, takeover for James Tinian. And so there's there's Abyss on the cover. Uh, we're going to... First appearance in issue one, right? Or not issue mm -hmm. one, but in Batman one eighteen. Yeah, one eighteen. But this will be this will be his first movies. cover appearance, so this might have some value as well. Maybe he has sticking power. I don't know. Detectives Comics ten forty nine. Again, we're getting neat little cover art here. That's not final cover art. That nothing drives me more crazy than that. That's a good cover if that's if that's going to be the cover. Yeah, but it says it's not. <laughs> yeah. Detective Comics 1050 is an oversized issue because it's 1050 I guess yeah no kidding but it's a landmark landmark 1050 landmark because it's 1050 and there are two backups oh neat yeah so backup number one written by Matthew Rosenberg and backup number two written by Mark Wade oh but we don't know what they're called Oh, there it is. Is it in here? Is it in the... Okay, we've got The Tower, Part 4. Okay, that's the main story. And then... House of Gotham? Or no? House of Gotham, Matthew Rosenberg. And... Yeah, I guess I haven't been reading this, so I don't know. Uh, yeah. Writer Mark Wade teams with Detective Comics Uber artist Dan Mora to bring the start of a brand new day for Batman and Superman. It's the world's finest collaboration. Mark Wade and Dan Mora doing Batman. Ooh. Hmm. Oof. That's almost worth the, the price of admission $6 right there. price tag right there. <laughs> yeah, so you're getting uh, the first backup in 1049 and then the beginning of both of the second backup uh, in 1050. So the same reason right there. It says, the return of Mark Wade to the mainstream DC universe alongside the white-hot talents of Dan Mora. Some of, some of Dan Mora's versions of Batman and Superman, and they're pretty fantastic. If you did not get enough of Batman Catwoman, we have the Batman Catwoman Christmas special spectacular. Tom King continues to write that with a bunch of other people. So will it, it, it will have been over by now? I don't know. I'm, I paid so little attention to it, I don't know the answer to that question. I think I, think I just read eight. I don't remember if it's 12 issues or 10 issues. Yeah. So I don't, know. I don't know if it'll be done by this time. Well, they can still enjoy a Christmas, even if it's a gut shot right in the middle. Yeah, that's true. New creative team for Catwoman. Uh, who's taking over? Teeny Howard and Nico Leon. 
And I hope she tells some shorter story arcs. Did you read that Dark Knights of Steel number one? I have not. I have not watched it. It it just came out, right? Just came out, correct. Yeah. I read uh, the Task Force Z. That was good. Justice League versus the Legion of Superheroes number one. Brian Michael Bendis writing that with art by Scott Godlewski. 1,000 years in the future, a Legion of Superheroes comes together to dedicate their lives to recapturing the great age of heroes of the 21st century. When the heroes discover that reality is falling to a great darkness in both times simultaneously, the Justice League and the Legion of Superheroes must team up to stop it all. Yay, time travel. Nope. Yeah, I don't care about this. I, and I actually thought we booted Brian Michael Bendis straight out of DC by now. thought he was gone. <laughs> Nope. All right, Superman and Robin, special number one. This is Peter Tomasi writing that one. Art and covered by Victor Bogdanovich. So this is essentially Super Sons Part 2. As the Super Sons, Johns Kent and Damian Wayne put evil to bed past their bedtimes. But a new day has dawned and John Kent is now the Superman of Metropolis, all grown up and fighting for truth, justice, and the kinds of grown-up things that Superboy was only beginning to understand as a child. Now a ghost from John's past has reared its head, and to battle this evil, he needs to reunite with Robin for one last mission. This time they'll be battling not as Super Sons, but as Superman and Robin. This thrilling adventure is written by acclaimed Super Sons scribe Peter J. Tomasi. Just age, age up, Damien. Age up, Damien. So we can be on equal footing. This is stupid. I, we, I, I would have thought we would have, but yeah. You know, he's been 14 for 10 years. Maybe he's just short. I, 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 I mm. Don't get me started. I'm so mad. Still mad. You've had, been mad for for six months. It, it, it was a good. It had a good thing going. They had a good thing going. They had to ruin it. There you go. This looks pretty interesting. Peacemaker disturbing the peace. Number one. Garth Ennis with Gary Brown on art. Wow. Breakout character from the Suicide Squad gets his own tale of peace ahead of the upcoming HBO Max TV show. This could be something. Oh, it's yeah. just it's just a one shot. It's a number one. How do you know it's one shot? Oh, yeah, one shot. It says one shot. Gotcha. That's unfortunate. My God. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Got a guy hanging himself right there in the sample pages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. As Drew clutches his pearls, we'll move on to uh, Detective or Batman the Detective. Who's going to collect that, I guess? Yeah. Of course, Tom Taylor written, Andy Kubert, and Sandra Hope on art. Collecting how many issues was that? Uh, I thought it was at least six, right? Yeah, we got 160 pages of whatever it was. Same with Batman the Imposter, the Matson Tomlin, Andreas Sorrentino run. Uh, it's collected as a hardcover. I have not read that one. DC likes to put out these collected editions in December, perfect for the Christmas gifts on your list. Same here with the Infinite Frontier, nice house on the lake, and a nice little 200-page volume for 20 bucks as well here. And a nice Black Adam box set. That looks pretty cool. That is pretty neat. Yeah, there'll be tons of hardcovers. Black Adam box set, emblazoned with uh, what is clearly aping the rock on the side. Yeah. (laughs) We're already trying to cash in on that. Lean into that. That makes sense. (laughs) Beast Boy and Raven. Um... They've been talking about this one for a while. This was a big thing for, uh, I think, free comic, not free comic book day, but local comic book shop day thing. I don't know. Right, right. Action comics being collected. And then we get to this part where DC essentially glosses over all of their own ongoing material by making it a tiny square with very little information. And um, honestly, not sure why they do this. I guess, you know, to save page count, I guess. You know, they're like, these These are ongoings that are not as important as the other stuff that we mentioned. Way to draw a line in the sand. Right? Mm-hmm. I guess Bendis is still in Justice League. There he is. I mean, Nightwing's here. How, how, how are you not going to... 
True. How are you not going to do right. my, my boy boy night? Wing like that. Bruno right. Redondo with yet another uh, a 1 in 25 variant. Yeah, not a lot of people outside of Batman seems to get the full page treatment. We got, what, Peacemaker got some, and uh, that dumb crossover with Super Legion of Superheroes. We got a very sexy... See, okay, so I like Nightwing, and we got a very sexy Jamal Campbell variant here, but I can't see what in the heck is really going on there, because it's the size of friggin' postage stamp, Drew. It is, it is pretty small. Um, yeah. You can see some glasses on the table. See some glasses. Those, those are, bar- are those barber's glasses? Oracle's again, glasses? N- n- we'll never know because, again, it's it's written so that only ants could tell us what it, it is. If only there was a time. plus sign button that you could digitally increase the size of that until it's right up in your face. Yeah. Pixelation, Drew. Pixelation. I can tell. That's... that's, that's Honestly, like as you zoom in, it's, it's less sexy. It looks sexier from the distance. Are we still talking about... Is it still the same storyline? Have we not put that to bed yet? Mm, no. Mm. Cool cover for Robins number three. Written by your boy, Tim Seeley. No, your boy. Definitely my boy. Superman, son of Kal-El, number seven. I oh, I still can't believe we green greenlit a Robins book with, with a Robin book already being out. So dumb. So but, dumb. But Drew, it, it, it won an arbitrary Twitter contest. Did it? We'll never know. I think you and I both know that it didn't. DC poster point portfolio, Jenny Frizen. 42 pages of Jenny Frizen uh, covers in poster format, 12 by 16. So cool. Can't I need to get a hold of one of those just to flip through it. I've gotta see that. Yeah, so have J. H. Williams the third with a DC poster pro- portfolio with a lot of Interesting. Uh, Batwoman, Sandman, Hellblazer from me. So a lot of his cool covers as well. I kinda like that kind of stuff. Ah, I've never been less excited to see why the last man compendium two now available. Has it ruined it for you? It really has. Just wow. like bad taste in the mouth, unfortunately. It'll always be the original, man. It's always... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I see things when I think of it now. Yeah. Collecting you. issues 32 and 60. We are currently not emblazing it with hit Netflix show on the front of this one. <laughs> we took that off. Yeah, that one's been moved. So... Okay, so the the detective went weekly. That's the deal. That's right. And it's the Shadows of the Bat. Okay. That's what's going on. Because there's four four detectives solicited this month. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that get you excited or just say, Hey, you know what? I think I'll just sit it out. Yeah. Because they're five bucks each, so you get it's 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. We're the we're the detective this month. Yeah, that's a really great cover. Is that what is that? That's the these were weren't these the same ones that we looked at in the last solicit? No, I don't know the last DC Connect. They might have been maybe all they too familiar. Maybe they like um, <clears throat> I don't know solicited them solicited. Uh, solicited them uh, like extra early possible some of them because it was weekly I don't know that I've seen like uh, Pennyworth Mm-mm, no I'm just talking I was literally only talking about the detective oh, gotcha. 1047 and 1048 Robin and Batman number. Oh three. yeah, it really it literally says relisted comics at the head of that page. Ah, oh, there you go. So is that knew mean something's going on? I'm not crazy. Does that mean that sales were underwhelming, or they really, really want to give just another opportunity to people to 
I don't know. Starting with this Order of the World number four from Arkham City. Those are all, everything in with a gray background is a relisted comic that we've seen before. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, they, it, if you look on the little checklist on like the second to last page, mm -hmm. the, they have little variant cover key, code keys now. Yeah, those were uh, all on page two or whatever of uh, when we started this. I missed it. Um, so it'll, it, it'll show you how many variant covers, one, two, three, or four variant covers available for that um, item. And I don't know how long they've been doing this. I've just noticed it. About three months now. And uh, that's really dumb. <laughs> All right, this has been Drew and I running through your DC Connect. Just a little bit of an insight into what we do as far as our order and what we look for in um, our connects and our previews when we do our order. Based on that, it wasn't great, was it? No, no. It, it is the epitome of meh, and this is December. Normally we get our meh in January and February, so... Not looking good, DC. Rumors no. of your demise have uh, yeah. continued. Some neat stuff, you know. I'm curious what Zadarsky's going to do. I'm um, keeping doing that. Uh, the uh, Knights of Steel. Curious about that one. Of course, my uh, beloved Nightwing. But other than that, uh, just a big old four weeks of meh. Yeah, yeah. wasn't wasn't fantastic. Couldn't blow my doors off. But go. maybe. Cover price top 20 will blow our doors Yeah, off. we've seen the things in the future. Let's look at what is selling currently. Let's see if we've hit some gold with some of the books that we may already have in short and long boxes at our home. Starting at rank 10, we have The Incredible Hulk 449 from 1997. The Thunderbolts continue to be one of the top contenders to appear in a near-future MCU project. While there's no confirmation of the team that's going to appear anytime soon, there's enough groundwork laid out there till we can have some possible inclusion. This constant speculation brought the Thunderbolt's first appearance back to cover price in their top 10, moving 18 copies, a high sale of $335 for a CGC 9.6. However, a 9.8 gra graded copies are selling for over $600 and Rawls at 177 So, um, and they say you can't find value in those late 90s Marvel books. By golly, here's some. Yeah. There you go. At Reg 9, we have Nova, number one from 2013. Speculation is still holding out that we'll see the Sam Alexander version of Nova in the MCU sooner rather than later, quite possibly in Guardians 3. With his first appearance already hot, Marvel Point One, number one from 2011, collectors are already jumping into his more affordable first ongoing series from 2013. Holy crap, Drew, this first ongoing series train is driving me up the wall, but okay. It sold 22 copies with a 7-day trend up 142% and a high sale of $102 for CGC 9.6. Raw copies currently around $13. I mean, there are you some get it, right? Secret. I don't. Why don't you get it? I mean, because after you get Werewolf by Night, 32, yes. then the next coolest Moon Knight, I mean, but, I mean, there, he has some appearances in like Marvel Spotlight and stuff, but you uh -huh. only get his first series. That, it makes sense to me. It's a, it's a simple transition. First appearance, and then first series. It makes sense. So, so if Nightwing catches fire, we want that Nightwing run number one with all those. Sure. <sighs> sure. It's just, it's just weird. I don't know. It's. I think the fact that we're picking like those weird Kate Bishop Nightwing or uh, Kate Bishop Hawkeye number ones as anything is the. the the part that's kind of spurring me along in this. When there are other better Hawkeye series, is what you're saying. <sighs> Thousand yeah. percent better Kate Bishop yeah. series. Multiple. Yes. Now I get you. Yeah. At rank eight, we have World War Hulk number one from 2007. Unconfirmed reports of a World War Hulk film in development at Marvel continue to persist. $60 for a raw. Avengers 232 from 1983. First appearance of Eros as Star Fox and his inclusion as a new member of the Avengers has cemented this book as the go-to issue for this character. $750 for a CGC 9.8. Oh. 
Batman Fortnite Foundation number one, the Alex Garner variant, DC's highly successful partnership with Fortnite, is back with this new Foundation series. Following the pattern that the first partnership had earlier in the year, all issues are hitting significant markup sales by volume. The heat of this issue is due to the inclusion of a code to download the Batman Who Laughs Fortnite skin slash costume. It's fun to think that the new readers will be introduced to this character for the first time, given his first full appearances in Teen Titans number 12 from 2016, a slight boost boost in market interest. Batman Fortnite Foundation number one, Alex Garner variant, sold 53 copies, $26 for a, a raw, but they're settling down closer to 10. At rank five, we have Old Haunts number one, artist writers and artisans from last year. It was recently reported by Variety that AWA has tapped Aaron Robin to adapt its graphic fiction series, Old Haunts, uh, the second feature project from AWA, the recently launched film and TV studio arm for AWA. First project announced that the company is financing develop internally. Uh, blah, blah, blah. While this project still is a long road ahead, that doesn't mean we didn't move 16 copies on the secondary market and $30 for Raw for Old Haunts. At rank 4, we have House of Slaughter, number 1, the Chris Sheridan Red Foil copy. Uh, a CGC 9.8 going for $69, and uh, Rawls for about 14 Do we know uh, Black... what the first the first AWA movie was that got optioned? I don't remember. I don't remember I don't, I don't remember actually seeing that. Now that Lots of good it. ones to choose from. Probably that first zombie one that came out. Yeah, maybe. Uh, let's see. Black Widow number 12 from 2021. The Adam Hughes cover was trending this week due to its fe it featuring the first appearance of two new characters, the Host and the Living Blade. It'll take some time to establish these characters. However, the Living Blade is already being set up to play a threatening role for Natasha. Uh, $20.49 for a Raw on that one. X-Men 95 from 1999. This issue features the first appearance of Skrull, a Skrull named Fizz, who many are speculating will be played by actor Killian Scott. This is the second speculated and very obscure Skrull to have their first appearance trend in the aftermarket sales. The other was Pybok the Power Skrull from Fantastic Four 358. Fizz's first appearance is in X-Men 95, this one here, uh, moving 58 copies and $30 for Raw. Hmm. And our number one book, House of Slaughter number one, the one per store variant, um, as high as $69 for Raw, but many of them going for around 35 Well, hardly seems worth it. <laughs> At 11, we have Captain and Mar Marvel number 17 from 2004. Uh, it's been long speculated that Phylavel, the clone daughter of Marvel, would possibly appear in the MCU in the, the third Guardian of the Galaxy, maybe. Um, while there's been absolutely no confirmation, nor any setup to introduce the character in the near future, speculation continues and has been reunited from uh, new speculation chatter. This renewed interest made collectors rush online to buy her first full appearance. Sold 14 lousy copies and had a high sale of $135 for a CGC 9.6. Multiple raw sales over 100 this week and one hit almost $125 so something's up. There, there must, must not be enough CGCs out there of that. Of that. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, at rank 12, we still are selling Moon Knight 3 because of Hunter's Moon first appearance. 22 additional copies sold. Uh, 9.8s are coming in, and they're selling for $133. House of Slaughter's 1 in 50 uh, variant uh, did 41 copies. High sale of 60 bucks for a raw. Um, fair market value is around 27 So 27 bucks for a 1 in 50. You lost a lot of money on that. Um, uh, rank 14, we have Noma number one from 1976. Um, continuing the Nova trend, uh, 18 copies of this sold and had a high sale of $675 for a 9.6. So this is, um, Richard Darn. Ryder's, Richard Ryder's Nova. Mm. Um, at 15, we have Superman, son of Kal-El number two. This is the first Jay Nakamura. Still continues to sell 25 additional copies sold and a high sale of 33 bucks for a raw copy. 
Uh, rank 16, we have the Inhyuk Lee variant of the same, Son of Kalel number 2, uh, which sold 17 copies and had a high sale of 35 bucks for a raw. At rank 17, we have King Spawn number 3, the Bjorn Baron superhero variant. Uh, this feature, this cover features kids dressed up like Batman, Wonder Woman, and Captain America. It's the first time the characters have ever been referenced on a Spawn cover, making it an instant must-have for Spawn fans. And it sold mm. 13 copies and had a high sale of 13.50 for a raw. Uh, Gunslinger Spawn number one, the Capullo Sketch one in 50, uh, sold 28 copies and had a high sale of 43 dollars for a raw. It's a good-looking sketch. And at rank 19, we had Spawn number one. Um, this is the best-selling title of all time for cover price, I think, because it's <laughs> been on the charts for years and years, and had a high sale of $350 for a CGC 9.8, which is a big number. Yeah. And uh, at rank 20, Warlock and the Infinity Watch number one from 1992. This is a dollar book from way back. And it's had a high sale of 52 bucks for a CGC 9.4, and a fair market value of raw copies is selling for 14 bucks. This is a warlock appearance. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, now let's take a look at FOC. Um, if you're, well, I don't know. By the time you listen to this, hopefully Diamond Sight is back up. But previews world world has crashed and burned. Something's going on, and uh, th their website is inaccessible. So, uh, because of that, we are unable to get the FOC from them, and Eric's unable to get his um, list out because he accesses the back end of Diamond, and it's also down. So, we're going to go to um, an alternative site and look at some FOC items uh, so that we can um, continue to do the FOC picks, but mm -hmm. we're not going to be able to use the same tools we usually use. We are going to continue to start in our DC titles and look through there. And the first one that jumps off the page for me, uh, it's the one I was touting during even the previews phase, is Batman 118 cover E the Victor Bogdanovich cardstock cover. Uh, that's the the 1 in 25 of the homage to the Spider-Man cover. can't remember exactly which Spider-Man cover it is, but uh, there's been a lot, lot, lot of speculation on that one. Yeah, the, um, the, why are they... Have these been pre-sold or something? What's the deal? Yeah, a lot of them were pre... I mean, you could order them directly uh, during previews phase. We had the art for it and everything, so they blew up quite a bit on the online markets for, through that. Uh, uh, oh, there's a... And they've, the regular stock you can still get, but then there's like the, yeah. the, the virgin and the silver foil version and the mm -hmm. gold foil version. Boy, the gold and foil's it, going for 600 bucks. Yeah, that's the 1 in 250. Now, originally this was solicited only as a 1 in 25, and there was not an independently orderable one for it. And then uh, DC uh, smelled money and made an independently orderable standard one, so possibly cutting the market from the 1 in 25 that most people jumped on as soon and early as they could that's currently sold out. How, can, how, could, a one in, how could a 1 in 25 be sold out if it's during the FOC? Well, they sold out a lot in previews because people, as they planned their order, you know, there's only so many 25s based on how many you're ordering, so you have to cap it, I would imagine. I don't know. I would think if I said... So you would order 1,000 based on the fact that you could sell 250 25s? Or uh, 400 if 40 I, 25s? I mean, if I price them accordingly... Gotcha. That, you know, the money for the 1 25 pays for those... 25 copies. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, and that's why the price of it looks like it went up in some regards there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah, just like the regular covers aren't bad, but it's mm. it's it's that cover that's blown up. And yeah. I can't believe how many times they're going to the well on it. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 
Uh, Batman has the 2021 annual. There's an A and a B cover. Uh, B cover is pretty cool. Uh, the uh, Carmonia Shirahama variant. I like that one. I even like this Batman Catwoman number nine, the Clay Man version of the cover A is very good. It's pretty great, yeah. Yeah. So it looks like if this is uh, number nine of Batman Catwoman, then we were kind of wondering if this will be done by the time that Christmas special comes out. And the answer is no. No, this is this is FOC, right? So yeah, when so does... this is a December book, and we were looking at January books. Yeah, so yep. Yeah. So no dice. Batman Fear State Omega, the one shot here, uh, coming out as well. Looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Who's that on the cover of um, the one in twenty five? That's not Miracle Molly, is it? No, that is not Miracle Molly. I don't know who that is. I think I've been. I think I've read most of the Fear State. Maybe not. Man, I must have been missing some. Batman the Imposter. I haven't read this. This is the. I can't remember who who that is. Dark Knights of Steel number two. Yeah, I don't know that I, I they're doing that oh. same kind of theme with the with the cover A. Oh holy crap, look at the cover C. How did I miss this? We've D and D character sheeted him. Ah. How did I miss that? I don't know. That's up. awesome. It's on another page. Yep, first item on the second page. Oh. Oh look, it does look like a D and D that's great. It's one yeah, twenty-five. Roll his stats twenty. I yeah, but that's awesome. Twenty intelligence on Batman. That's awesome. And they've got they get they're gonna run they're gonna they're gonna do some more. Yeah, they're well. I assume this is the first one, and then the second one will be Superman and the Wonder Woman and Tertiary yeah. from there. Yeah, yeah. Rawr. They're cool. He says from a distance, not wanting to get involved. Yeah, these guys. These guys were the. the, the that have the FOC man. They charge sixty four ninety nine for a cover for a one in twenty five. Just yet again, reaffirmation that Calabunga is hooking us up with theirs. We complain <laughs> about their one in twenty fives not being closer yeah. to twenty five, but compared to industry standards, uh, they well, they, uh, they these love guys us. compared to these guys, they're they're yeah. they're, they're better. Yeah, Midtown still the, the the one that's the reasonable. There you go. Nightwing annual number one. Uh, Nightwing and Red Hood in a nice little adventure together. Cannot wait to read that. One Star Squadron of that six issue series. Um, I'm very much like that cover B. Do you? I do. They're both pretty good. They are. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice that's a nice annual. That'll be fun. All right, from our DC items, I am heading over to some Marvel items, if you don't I'm, mind. I'm still looking at um, still looking at Robin's annual, which looks pretty nice. I don't know if you saw that. It looks, uh, I don't know what is that. It's like a retro cover on it. I, I'm not sure what mm-hmm. that's what that's about, but it's pretty slick. And then um, I still had another page with like Suicide Squad and a Son of Kal El annual. Did you have that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't care about any of them. And they're do- World of Krypton number one, blah blah blah. And they're doing another Tis the Season. Um, and it's at only eight forty nine, so that that's a they're discounting that one a little bit, I think, on this on this site. Interesting. And Kyle doesn't care, so I, I I will move on. Where are we going you to? You don't have to move on. I just simply, nothing piqued my interest on that last page. We didn't have an art for half of them. I was heading to Marvel. Clicking view more and going down to Marvel PRH. Marvel PRH. Bear with us, folks. New, we, uh, new, new place. Yeah, we have... Uh, 
Amazing Spider-Man 82, two of my favorite uh, recent Spider-Man covers. I very much like the Hospital Windows cover of that, and I like the Fornes variant with the window shades. Those are very cool, and I like those. Yeah. We do not get to see the Gleason variant on that one, unfortunately. It's something with webs. Shocking. I'm guessing. Avengers Forever, number one. A whole lot of uh, Scarlet Witch on one of the on the Dotterman variant. Mm-hmm. Scalera gets a cover. We've got a there retro a, cover. Yeah, a cola variant, the one in twenty five retro. Black Widow continues to um they have some really solid covers and I really like their design. On just their cover A's. Darkhold Spider Man number one. that do anything for you? I like it's very stylized and neat, but... Mm. I like In-Hook Lee's um, Devil's Reign 2 cover. Yeah, it's a really nice version of Electra Daredevil. Yeah, that is a very good... I do like that In-Hook Lee. Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, number two of that five-issue series. Both the cover A and B, very nice on that one. All kinds of King of Conan covers. My goodness, you could pick a million of them. Six yeah, there, there is a, there's a ton. I, I don't know. I, don't, I got kind of over. I got kind of overexposed to Conan mm-hmm. there because they seem to be doing a lot at once. But maybe I'll check one. I'll check this first issue out. I guess. Got a bounty hunters there. Not a lot of covers to look at. Um, yeah, we're getting cover what cover A's of some of these Star Wars titles, and that's about it. And that's about it. Yeah, we're not seeing our. You know, our action figure and some other stuff, unfortunately. I'm back on Thor again. Uh, really enjoyed the, the Thor Frog the issue. That was really good. Huh, very cool. Yeah, so they're, they're having a fun little adventure over there. Reading that book again. It's been cool. We're finished with Marvel. I want to head over to Image. Yes, sir. There's our ant number two. The old series made new again. Man Among Ye number eight. Adventure Man seven. Crossover seems a little delayed, doesn't it? It does. Uh, Yes. Feels like it's been a while. Yeah. Deadly Class. We're getting close to the end. I can't remember when it's ending. Pretty soon. <laughs> that is a wicked cover. <laughs> oh, the cover B? Yeah. J.G. Jones? Mm-hmm. Or another Jones? B. Jones? Hmm. I don't know him. Geiger's coming back for an 80-page giant. That's fun. It's J.G. Is it J.G.? Yeah. According to the cool. signature in the bottom right. Very cool. He's good. Okay. 100%. Geiger 80 page giant. Hell Cops. Number two, the C cover. Uh, Play Demon. That's a neat little uh, take off of the Playboy cover. King of Spies. The cover A, I believe, is an homage cover as well, but I'm too stupid to know which one. That's a new Mark Millar book, right? Mm-hmm. Probably be pretty good. Probably get to be a show somewhere or a movie. Manifest Destiny number forty-five. That one I know are ending in a, in three more. 
Now that the secret of their expedition is out, the Corps of Discovery is at a crossroads. They may not be good men, but are they monsters? I don't know what's, what's significant about Walking Dead Deluxe 28, but we're back up to four covers. First appearance of hand. First appearance of hand, gotcha. Mm, the governor giveth and the governor taketh away. Alright, now where are we going next? That's alphabetical at this point? Sure. Or do you have some place in mind? Aftershock, okay? Well, yeah, let's check out some Aftershock books. That's a whopping three, and they're all Maniac of New York. Um, a, B, and C covers. Yep, the Bronx burning number one, two, or number A, B, and C. The 15 copy incentive is the C cover. At Boom, we're getting uh, Berserker 6 issue, um, and about eight covers there. Keep doing you, Boom. Dark Blood, Firefly, a Firefly holiday special. Neat cover. Once and Future number 22. Very cool. Market and Dolfo, 1N25. Oh. Did we already see? I thought we saw that Firefly cover with the with the Christmas lights on them. Has that been done before, maybe? Maybe. Maybe by somebody else. And Once in Future gives us a few copies as well to choose from. Uh, let's see, Dark Horse, anything there? Ah, Sir Edward Gray, Asheron, One Shot. Is this um, a Hellboy yeah. deal? Yep. They really, they, that's all they got. <laughs> Hellboy and Black Hammer, man. They're milking him. There you go. IDW, got anything for us? Yeah, we got our best of Shredder we talked about on FOCs there. Or uh, on uh, something there. I think in previews, actually. Gotcha. Um, we get the Eastman covered for our TMNT ongoing for 123. And that's it. And let's see, Scout giving us anything cool? No. Gods of Brutality 4 and Impossible Jones number 2. Mm-hmm. Rick and Morty stuff for Oni. I'll go down to Titan then. And let's see, we're getting some black, some um, Blade Runner, some Doctor Who, Horizon Zero Dawn, number four coming back. No, no Gun Honey. Mm -mm. From AWA, that Hotel Hell. Volume 2, the first issues of that covers A and B on that series. Okay. Vault's giving us Blue Flame number 6. Uh, Lunar Room number 1. And I'm not sure what that is. I'm going to look that one up here. Behemoth Comics with No Holds Barred number 1. Barred spelled like the uh, loot carrying medieval gotcha. character bard um, and I believe this was the Shakespearean takeoff if I was if I remember correctly on this one quite a few covers of this one they're really pouring a lot into it all right true we pick a FOC book um, I'm gonna go ahead and take Batman 118 the original one in 25 as the one to have that is the one I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Which is why I went first, <coughs> that's where I normally confer to you. That's why you went down. So I think I'll go with um, Mad Caves, The Last Session, number one. Ah. Um, and I'll probably go with that cool character sheet B cover, which looks pretty neat. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a cool 
their game the game they, they're calling it dice and death traps instead of dungeons and dragons um, but it might it might be derivative but um of like the die but i, I kind of like the look of it so i'm gonna go with the last session very cool and that's uh a number one from mad cave very cool all right, Drew, we've seen a couple things coming out in the future. Let's head over to our good friends at, S, or at CBSI, comicbookinvest.com, and look at their hot 10 look list and see the items uh, that have been selling well on the secondary market and the new hot things. At rank one, we have Thumbs, number one, from Sean Lewis. McFarlane once again pushes the needle in comic book land, announcing that he is doing a TV show based on this book is odd, especially since the Spawn film that has been out there in limbo forever is still in limbo. Anyway, McFarlane is does gobbled up, gobbled up these, and the price skyrocketed from cover price to $30 for thumbs number one. So Todd McFarlane is going to make this instead of a Spawn movie or series. Okay. Yes. All right, Todd. <laughs> You've piqued our interest. At rank two, we have Wonder Woman Black and Gold number five, the Rose Besh one in 25 variant. After the strong push in its debut week, last week the price slowly climbed over the $100 mark and then shot up from there. Now you're going to pay over $200 for this one. Guess we just need to jump on the bandwagon. Why, is, why do they call it? Are they saying that this is a manga inspired? Yeah, she got the eyes. Well, I, it's a. Yeah. Okay. All right. Werewolf by Night number one, the one in 50 variant, is now a $750 to $850 for a CGC 9.8, which obliterated the previous $575 previous sale. It is a crazy cover, but is this just nuts? Just for this maybe being a Disney show? That's just crazy. Is this even the right Werewolf by Night that will be a Disney show? We don't know. It's, yeah, they're they're oh, they're sinking some money into it though. Hats off. Star Wars Forty Two is our fourth ranked book. The old Boba Fett cover prices are ramping up again after the Boba Fett trailer. I expect Star Wars books to start generally increasing again. Again, the price graphs are looking like the COVID graphs. While not at the highs from back in late winter, the prices are far exceeding the lows they hit just a month or two ago. Remember that the quote-unquote variant on this book is the direct edition, not the barcode. Whatever. (laughs) Amazing Spider-Man 101. Uh, After the trailer dropped, all-time highs of 8.5 going for 2,400 and 7.5 going for 1,500 happened. Other grades have sold as well and are approaching their all-time highs again. I like the trailer. Is anyone else looking forward to this Morbius movie? Yes, I am. Now, do you really care or see a difference between the direct edition of a comic with the um, Spider-Man face on it or the barcode? Do you really no, I, see, do you I, really I, see no. a significant difference between those two? No. Now, but I one guess, of them is definitely more rare than the other. Now, is it? print run based like yes. the, the the newsstand with the barcode would have far more um but those would have been destroyed in more higher succession or is it the other way around is it is the is the barcode the direct market or the newsstand newsstand is barcode direct market is spider-man okay yeah so i i would th- i would think there would be more of the newsstand, but uh, back then, but I don't know what year was that. Seventies, yeah. I would think there'd be way more newsstand. Yeah. At rank six, we have X Men Legends number eight, the John Tyler Christopher one twenty five variant. We have our Wolverine uh, action figure variant, fifty bucks. Everyone loved the action figure variants, and then they hated them. I don't know if people were warming up to them again, or the fact that this one might not be in super high supply compared to a bunch of the other X-Men variants. At rank 7, we have Adventure Into Fear, number 24. It is tough to judge sales on these Bronze Age books because not a lot are graded, and grades vary wildly. That being said, based on a certain 
credits scene, Blade books are now moving again. This one is a nice compromise if you can't afford uh, the original uh, Tomb of Dracula number 10, which most people cannot. Huh. I don't know that. Spoiler. <laughs> At rank 8, Next Wave, number 1. Continuing its climb, it is up to 70 or $90 for a raw. The train keeps chugging along for this one. My mind continues to try and insert an actress that could play her. My initial vote would go to Chloe Grace Moretz. Who would we all pick? At rank 9, we have Aquaman number 26, the Joshua Middleton variant. This is the 2017 Rebirth book. I have loved virtually every Middleton variant from this Aquaman run, and this one is no different. Glad to see it's getting some love. Around $20, as people are surmising Dolphin will be in Aquaman too. If you are looking at Dolphin covers, don't forget about the underappreciated Aquaman 18 from 1996. Hmm. At rank 10, we have Static Season 1, number 4, the Nicholas Draper IV variant. $30. This one would be higher except for very few sales, and why is this even live? It is supposed to be out this upcoming week. In any case, these Akira homages, people eat them up. Does anyone really know why? Yeah, I wouldn't have known that was an Akira homage, so... I would have caught that one. That's one I actually knew. I am Groot number one. Uh, the Theotis Jones hip-hop variant. $50. This one was in the $20 range and is definitely one of the harder-to-find hip-hops. For those wondering the homage, it's the weekend beautiful behind the madness. I think I have all the hip-hop variants. I believe I bought every single one in a bundle. Yeah, I think you did. I bought all the selfies, I bought all the movie posters, and I bought all the hip-hops, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Mystery Tales 19. I wish I had more room to highlight some of the Black Cat collection sales this week. This zombie cover is perfect, in my opinion. The heavy inks on the zombie with just slight red collar. Easy to see why this 8.5 copy sold for $14,000. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. But great. Good for them. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Drew. Again, we're having some issues with uh, previews world and uh, the things we normally do. So we have yet another different site for our sneak peek at next week. But Drew and I are going to go through, comb through, and find the things that you need to pick up in your local comic shop this coming week. Uh, Drew, let's start with our DC books and see if we can find anything to make our picks of the week. I'm excited for Joker number nine. Uh, book continues to be a lot of fun, and I love it. Uh, it's really, really good. Tried to read Black Mana, didn't do it for me. Couldn't do it. Not nah. quite. Not quite violent enough. I don't know. Just it didn't didn't grab me. I love that those Joker number nine, the B and C cover, are connecting on that couch. That's a really cool thing to snag up. Yeah. And I love that Urban Legends number lot nine with, uh, what's his face on the cover? Yeah. Okay. Jo and then the one in 25, we've got tarot card variants. Yeah, that's kind of so cool. So Joker number nine having all kinds of really cool stuff. Yeah. They put on all the stops. Uh, over at Marvel, we've got. The Amazing Spider-Man seventy-eight. That's part of that Beyond storyline. I, I mm. kind of like. I kind of like that. Just straight up cover A. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, this is Venom relaunch. Who's doing it? Do you remember? I do not. Uh, I'll click on it and see what happens. It is Alien, Al Ewing. Al Ewing. Uh, there is a Shaverin variant to this Alien number eight that has the uh, old lady in the old house with the face hugger on her, and I love everything about it. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Can we slide the image? Yep, I was trying to give my due diligence tomorrow, but I think we're cool to share to slide the image. 
we're finally going to get what's the furthest place from here. So that'll be fun. And it's one of my uh, things that I'm really looking forward to. So I'm hoping it's good. <laughs> um, getting the fifth issue of Man Eaters. And that uh, Phenom X number one is coming out. Kind of cool. Yeah. And there are some uh, cool. What's the furthest place from here, number one, variants? Available other places. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Yeah, I'm not seeing them here. Unless I'm not clicking on the right thing. Uh, Antarctic Press has given us Cat Shit 1, Volume 3, number one. It's exciting stuff there. Uh, Dark Horse Comics gives us Maze Book number three, The Unbelievable Unteens. And no one left to fight. Uh, number two. Two number two. Two number two. Billy uh, the Kit number two from Blue Juice. They didn't they, they kept their promise. They're coming out successively. Good for them. Uh, Dynamite's given us uh, uh, the NYX number one. Which we thought was pretty cool. Yeah, but we didn't realize it was based on something else. And we talked a little bit about this Carriers number one from Red Five Comics, the Carrier Pigeons um, that are covered in Assault Weapons, a five-issue series from them. So very cool. Bad idea coming out with something this week? No. This just has every stinking publisher, but they might not all have stuff, something out. Mm -hmm. That's a challenge. Aftershock has Croak number one. White number five from my good friends at Black Mask. Mm. Anything coming from Heavy Metal? Yeah, we're getting Never Never number five. Yeah. And Black Beacon number four. He's probably just got a Rick and Morty. Mm -hmm. IDW's probably got G.I. Joe, Akanto, or Transformers. Mm. They actually pulled Skybound comics out of Image. That's what I saw. They labeled them separately. <laughs> what the heck are you doing? So that's what? Stillwater. Is that it? Just Stillwater? Oh, and Six Sidekicks of Trigger yeah. Keaton. Holy smokes. You're killing me. Yeah, there's three total Skybound books. What was the third one? Uh, I don't know. Titan's got anything? Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Liberation. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm kind of missing the old, uh, the old previews world. Uh, sneak for our sneak peek. It was a little easier to navigate. Yeah, this one's I'm not easy. I'm struggling. Out number two. From artists, writers, and artists, and that's all. Oh, yeah, that's the um, kind of like Hogan's Heroes and Vampires book. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, well, I like that one. They actually okay. They pulled Milestone out of DC, so the <laughs> Static book is on its own. Man, this is. 
this is tough. To, I don't know what I've missed, Kyle, and what I haven't at this point. Well, I think I found, for the most part, what I want from my book. All right. Have you? Yeah, I got my book. Do I get to go first? You're gonna steal mine again. Ooh, I do. I would love to steal. And see, my other thing is, I love that Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, that Rose Bash. Yeah. But they're they're ratioed, so you're you know I'm not allowed to pick those. But just yeah. FYI, those oh, only Eric Rose gets to when he those when he Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, Rose Bash. Uh, those are awesome, and um, they will go for more money. But I'm going to do Carriers number one from Red Five Comics. I like the idea of carrier pigeons with uh, murderous weapons. You'll never convince me otherwise. And that's Red Five. You got it. I'm going to do uh, What's the Furthest Place from Here. No surprise. I've been touting this for quite a while. So um, looking forward to that one. So it should be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we want to thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself through a little bit of an unconventional sneak peek at next week. We've had to go around some of the diamond dis uh, disappointments, so we know exactly what most of our uh, our comic shops have gone through with their di diamond disappointments. We've had a little bit <laughs> of that. Um, head on over to Patreon, search Comics Fun and Profit, uh, be part of all the fun discussions we have in there, all the early access to thing, all the giveaways that we have coming up super, super soon for all that stuff. But thank you so much for joining us for Drew and for myself. See ya. <laughs>